You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many people will dare to take a step of faith? Amen. Yeah, you need to trust God. You need to you need to act upon the word of God. It is in acting on the word that you see manifestation. You, if you stay in the boat, you will never walk on water. But it's only, only Peter stepped out of the boat. So I'll step out of that comfort zone and obey the word of God. Dare to believe God. Be brave. That's audacity. The audacity of faith. I choose to be brave. I want you to say this after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you. Thank you. For the spirit of faith. For the spirit of faith. That you have imparted to me this morning. imparted to me. I believe your word. I believe your word. And I speak. I speak. According to your word. According to your word. That I am brave. That I am brave. I will walk in faith. I will work in faith. I will be strong. I will be strong. I will not be weak in faith. I will not be weak in faith. I will step out. I will step out. I will obey you. I will obey you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Command me. Command me. And I will obey. And I will obey. Instruct me. Instruct me. And I will obey. And I will obey. As your word comes. As your word comes, I am going to step out. I am going to step out. I commit. I commit not only to be a hearer of your word, not only to be a hearer of your word, but a doer of your word. But a doer of your word in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to receive the man of God right now. Yes, Lord. Let's celebrate the word of God. Let's celebrate the ministry. Abraham, Sam, Ayedapo. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Wow, this is real faith to faith. That's another level of faith we just have, isn't it? Amen. As a matter of fact, it's, we've been taken close to the pinnacle of faith. This going, like, going, I mean, when you talk of audacity. And dealing with the sun and the moon. And going to the lion's den. That's how deep. That's, that's the deepest you can go. Right? Conquering from the deepest level to the highest. From the lion's den to the realm of commanding the sun, the moon, the stars. So I see God literally taking us from faith to faith. And you're so fortunate. You're so blessed. Um, I'm not patronizing you. I'm just saying reality. The truth of the matter, Steve, is the fact that um, I have the mandate to get the people of God back to the fundamentals of faith. It was a divine mandate. Now, the first time it came to me was about two years ago. And it says, so, since the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, and I call you, commission you to teach faith. I mean, to teach righteousness. Teach my people righteousness. But the righteousness is not obtainable except to teach them from faith to faith. The righteousness is not what you attain by your struggle. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. 
because it's the power of God. And through the gospel, in the gospel, the righteousness of God you are looking for is revealed. So, the righteousness of God is concealed in the word of God. But as you are taught from faith to faith, you attain different levels of righteousness. And you know righteousness exalts a whole nation. So God told me some years ago, uh, if righteousness can lift up a nation, you think your weight is too much for me to lift up? So whatever can lift your nation can lift you. And it's not the righteousness that you achieve by your efforts. The Bible says the only reason the Jews did not attain the righteousness of God is not because they weren't religious. Paul said, I bear them witness. They have zeal. Romans 10. They have zeal. I testify concerning them. They're like extremist Muslims. Some of them could kill people and kill themselves. Like Saul of Tarsus. They had zeal. But Paul says, not according to knowledge. Because they don't understand the secret of how the righteousness they're trying to achieve can only be revealed from the word of God. You can't acquire righteousness. It can only be released as it is revealed. So, when the Lord appeared to me, literally, 1981, and said, go teach my people the world of righteousness. It took me years to know I was supposed to be teaching faith. Then righteousness will be released. Amen. So, I thought I should be dictating to people how to be righteous. Did you get the point? And I told the man on Saturday, God will allow you to miss it. If you don't ask him the details. He just told you this is what I wanted to do. And you think you know how it's going to work. No. You miss it and mess it up. Wow. And I did that for like 20 something years. And he came and he said, how are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, and he, you know, you're trying, but uh, I expected you to teach faith so that righteousness will be revealed. Wow. Wow. And I said, why didn't you tell me that up front? <laughs> But I'm saying you're fortunate because we started Faith of Faith about two years ago, ago right? Amen. So we're here last year. Amen. And uh, of course, diverse signals and God just deals with us abundantly with the word of God like Amelia was saying. And sometimes I put the faith things aside. I'm, I'm hearing some other stuff. And some few weeks ago, the Lord came knocking. They get my people back to the basic of faith. Amen. Get my people back to the fundamentals of faith. Because there is faith crisis right now in the body of Christ. Wow. Even the faith of preachers is failing. Did you get what I'm saying? I mean, it was like an emergency call. Say, get back to the basic of faith. And that was like three months to the end of the year. We were in October then. And the Lord said to me, two wings. You must reactivate 
prevailing prayer with triumphant faith. You must connect prayer and faith. Because where people miss it in the first faith movement, they thought once you have faith, you don't pray. Faith is not an alternative to prayer. Prayer is an expression of faith. Are we talking? But this is my point. I only told them in church that God said we're getting back, going back to the basics of faith. So I kept them waiting. Then we went to another part of the country for a faith-to-faith conference. This is the first place we're unpacking it. As a matter of fact, I had the audacity of faith for the first time in my life. I saw a book called Audacity of Hope. I couldn't even read it because I'm not about to go into politics. (laughs) But audacity of faith, I never saw that in the Bible. And my note is full. I said, God, this is not fair. Why are you doing this in Midrand? Why not, why not Mid-Nigeria? <laughs> Come on, give somebody a high five. Say you are fortunate. You are blessed. You are special. All right, let's be seated. Let's be seated. Thank you, guys. It's amazing. I don't know what's making this happen. Thank you. Praise was the team. Grace, powerful anointing. God bless you. I want to join this team. That's, that's my, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm going to join you by faith, by faith. By faith. I mean it. Moving from faith to faith. Praise God. Yeah, Eric is already doing some audacity of faith, man. Oh, Lord, so four days is coming and gone. In the realm of faith, there's never enough time, like she says. Hebrews 11, 32. Time will not permit us to speak about Gideon. So once you are in the faith of God, the exploit of faith cannot be contained within time. Hold on. Come on, respond. Did you get what I just said? The teaching of faith, the revelation of faith, the exploit of faith, the miracle of faith cannot be handled within time. Because it dwells in the realm of eternity. Once you activate your faith, the things that are unpacked cannot be contained within your lifetime. See, la. So it's for this coming gone, and sincerely, we're just trying to lay the foundations. So I told my wife, I think this morning, I said, I can't wait to get back. Because everything you guys have gone through, I'm going to give them worse in Lagos. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to give them stronger, not worse. No. It, better, okay, it's better. But it's better, it's stronger, you know. <laughs> These people are hungry. Huh? You're hungry. And you're not only hungry, you don't forget anything. Even in your announcement, you were preaching my message. And then like, I'm like, this is where I should be. Eric, go back to Lagos. <laughs> so we love you guys. And, uh, you know, Pastor Eric and Pastor Uba, they are our favorite people all over the world. That's the truth. Even me, I'm surprised. I don't know how it works. <laughs> it's the Lord's doing. It can only be divine 
orchestration. But, you know, there's too many things special about them. If you want me to really give you revelation about Uba and Eric, you need three-day seminar. Okay. Elder Matijani, you make arrangement. Three-day seminar, team of the program, Pastor Uba and Eric. <laughs> revelation from heaven. So time will not permit us. But these are people, I mean, we've known, like my wife said, for over 20 years. Not just known, hooked up strongly. People of connection, I mean, conviction. Consistency. As a matter of fact, I haven't seen that type with anyone dealing with us in our country. That degree of maintaining conviction consistently without wavering. I'm blown away. I doubt if I've been able to maintain such myself. So, we, we are inspired by them. Consistency and commitment. But not just that, the, the surprising aspect, which I'm not so surprised about because I see that DNA in my wife, is this relentless undying love and passion for God. Like, I wait for emergency call, you know, for Uba to say, Daddy, you know, my love for God is waxing cold. You know, uh, I need to go on sabbatical. I can no more call. No, every time, Daddy, God just reveals something to me. God is doing a new... No sabbatical. That, that passion, that, I don't know the secret. What burned other women out? Like Bonza set her up, burn him up. What break people down? Like steers them up. Okay. Listen to me. Why am I saying this? Because you need to be able to decode spiritual realities. People are expressions of realities. Not just people, things. Everything in creation is an expression. Of a divine or a spiritual reality. Everything in nature is expressing something. Do you get what I'm saying? So, when I try to decode them, I try to decode people. I try to understand people spiritually. I try to. Because the Bible says, don't know people just natural. After the flesh. The Lord said to me, like you have said about some few people. He said, Anyone upon whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the chosen one. Those who have the Spirit often none. They might be called, they're not yet confirmed, they're not yet chosen. It is only those who are called, faithful, that are chosen. And they are the ones with the lamb. That's why the lamb cannot lose battle. Because he's the king of kings and the lord of lords. And those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. So, John the Baptist said, I didn't know that Jesus, my cousin, was the Messiah. But the one that sent me to baptize says, anyone as you are baptizing people and preaching, watch out. Anyone you see the spirit descend and remain. And the spirit makes for conviction. The spirit makes for consistency. The spirit of God is a spirit of fidelity. Did you get what I'm saying? 
Come on, I need your response. So I can go on and so you see there are things to unpack about them, right? But not just that. When you see the fire burning, the bulls burning, and it's not consumed, then you need to give attention. There's a fire burning in this couple. They're not consumed. What it means is that what is happening is not natural. You got it. All right, let's rise up. Let's worship the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. Come on, lift your hand. You say, Lord, here am I. Aren't you grateful for God bringing you to a place like this on planet Earth? For God giving you such a co connection? <laughs> For such divine orientation. There are more than 10 million places you could be. But God selected you. God ordered your step. God programmed you. Because of the program he has for you. I need someone. Just lift your hand. And just say, God, I don't know it all. I don't understand what you are doing. But I know you are up to something. I am grateful. Somebody need to tell God, I am grateful. I'm understanding things better. I worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I need to feel you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now listen, please. I want you to pray this prayer before you sit down. As my wife was wrapping up, uh, so the Spirit told me, so tell them, now you know why there's fire in my bones. <laughs> when you hear her preach, you understand why there's fire. You hear what I'm saying, Steve? Yeah, the fire is in my bones. It came from outside. Then it entered my bones. Because someone is your bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh. So if your bone has fire, the fire came there. But <laughs> come on, be in the Spirit, be in the Spirit. Bring the spirit. Listen, but the spirit said to me, I want to use the bathroom, and he says, tell them, after this meeting, whether you went through the whole session or you came just for one, it doesn't make a difference. It's the attention you pay hereafter. Listen, I have benefited from meetings that I never attended, more than everyone who attended. Because I got in material and locked myself up and listened without distraction more than those who organized it. Did you get the point? I'm serious. I discovered prophecies that were made in meetings where I wasn't present were meant for me. God knew I was going to listen to the material and was making the people prophesy and they thought they were prophesying for people present. And nobody picked it. So, it's not how many sessions you attend. It's how much attention you give. That's why the first can be last and the last can be first. Are we talking? But the Lord said to tell you, after this meeting, take time to settle down. Find space of time. Create time. I love Irene. Irene said to me, what is good about this meeting? Among all the awesome things is the timing. And I now know you are the daughter of your pastors. Very politically savvy. 
So I said, yeah, the timing. Yeah, it's November. And it's summer. I said, that's not what I'm saying, Pastor Sam. This is preparing us for the new year. I said, yeah. It's a build-up for the new year. I said, that's the, a good way to prepare for the new year. Then he said, so which means you have to keep coming every November. That's where she was going. That's where she was going. And I was already roping. I didn't say yes. I, no comment. I didn't make no comment. No commitment. But now the Lord said to me after this meeting, please, before the year runs out, take a little time and stay with some of the stuff you have had. If not for anything, check if these things are so. Like the Berean. Don't take everything hook, line, and sinker. It is insecure preachers. I don't want you to check them out. I'm glad you didn't get that. Sorry. You didn't get that, right? Insecure preachers don't like you to check them out. They don't like you to screen them. They just impose. And, and you know, brainwash you and program. Come on, take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. But take time to check things out. Are these things really so? If it's just the message you just had, audacity of faith. So is it possible for me to develop a faith that can work like this? Are the days of Daniel possible? See, made a statement. I'm not sure people heard that. She said the days of the apostles are back here because of the teaching of faith. It struck me like lightning. That was from the Spirit. See, the days of the apostles, where the shadow of Peter was healing. He said, those days are here. As we teach faith, as we speak faith. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So, whatever, you, those of you that made notes, go stay with your notes. Just find time. If you couldn't make no get the CD, get the material. Not because of who preached, but because of what was preached. God is not an aimless God. A lion does not run without a prey. As a matter of fact, this morning God showed me a vision about the situation in Nigeria. There is coming a challenge to the faith of people. There's a challenge of faith that is coming. Crisis that will challenge faith. So like Noah, God is wanting you to build your own ark of faith. So that when the storm comes, the ark will lift you up. What drowns people will lift you. So, stay with the materials. Don't jump from here immediately to another conference. I had that in the restroom. Because it may be on a different frequency. The flight may take you to another destination you are not ready for. It may contradict and deprogram everything we have said. You can now go for a seminar and say, it's not, they say it's not faith matter. Use your senses. Now, there's a place to use your sense. But God wanted to be established in what you have had now. So I've been in meetings, and there's another important meeting I should be in, and God said, don't go there. If you go, they're good. What is happening is good, 
but it will deprogram what I just put in. Lift your hand. God is programming you for something. He's programming you for progress. He's programming you for victory. He's programming you for success. Programming you for greatness. Come on, I want you to just rejoice. Shout, just praise God. Anyhow. Anyhow. Let's be seated. Let's see how many minutes we can take uh, this, this afternoon, right? Is it afternoon or morning? Praise the Lord. So in addition to all we've had, where I feel, well, we're not stopping. I hope you know. It's faith to faith. So it's a continuous movement. So Passover, Pastor uh, Eric, uh, Pastor Ryan, Pastor, who's the other Pastor Jessica, all of the pastors and the elders and the team and the evangelists. That was, that was hot. Yeah, you guys need to pray for me. I'm being tempted. <laughs> And I've prayed, and I'm entering to the temptation. The temptation is there's so many of you I want to kidnap. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, Lord, no, no, I resist the devil. He said, no, just yield, just yield. As he showed me the way, how can I carry these people without going through the airport? I need to beat the immigration. Yeah, you know, things go on in your mind. Yeah, so when the evangelist was speaking, he's like, I need to kidnap this guy. <laughs> All right, so faith of faith is going to continue. This is just intro. This is just intro. Every one of you, because Jesus says, when I give you a cup of living water, it becomes a well inside you, and it starts bubbling up. You do get that? So that's why what you have received, it does not matter the quantity. Make sure you dig down. D drill down until you hit the fountain. Then you see that the message you have received will activate a greater flow out of you. So it's going to continue, but where do we put this in for this period? I want to Leave this which I call the fundamentals of our faith. The fundamentals means the basics. The basic principle. The foundational framework. Amen? Yeah, because, you know, Psalm, Psalm 11 says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Yeah, and I've heard when I first read that, and I used to hear preachy, preachy, and when I first preached it, Psalm 11, 3, right? If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Question mark. Didn't provide an answer. But what we used to say is nothing. But you were told not to add anything to Scripture. So, did they say nothing? Read the next verse. Does the next verse say nothing, absolutely nothing? What does he say? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyes lead test the sons of men. So that's the answer to verse 3. 
What can the righteous do if the foundation is out of place? Go to the Lord in his temple. Go to the Lord in his temple, whose throne is in heaven, and he will fix the foundation. <laughs> the righteous can do nothing, but the Lord can do everything. So every foundation that is wrong in your life, the Lord in his temple is revisiting your foundation. The Lord is refixing your foundation. The Lord is restoring your foundation. I need someone with the voice of faith to shout a bigger amen. Because until foundational crisis are fixed, it is perpetual crisis. It's unmanageable. But he said what you can do is go to the Lord in his temple, whose throne is in heaven, so you know that he's sovereign. He has the final say. But not just that, when you go to him, he try, his eyes tries the heart. So the reason for faulty foundation is heart condition. Now, when we talk about fundamentals, and we talk about basics, we're talking of foundation issues. We're talking of foundation issues. Please hear me well. And I'm one of you. The reason we've had problem in our Christian life, in our faith life, in our prayer life. Let me see if we have honest people in church this morning. Did, have you, did, you, did it ever occur to you like me? Where you ever ask, if God is good and is all powerful and is rich and is all knowing, right? And is all loving. And he wants to give us everything we need. And he knows all we need before we ask. So why should I even pray? God, in time I told God, this prayer is not easy. So, must I pray? Can't you just keep on being good? And until I resolve that in my mind, my prayer life didn't pick up. The way Jesus makes sense. You know what I need. You know I need them. And you say, if I'm seeking your kingdom, they will be added. I'm already seeking your kingdom. And you can do all things. And you give liberally. And you are love. So why must I pray? For God, prayer is not Request, submission of request, is participation. Listen to me. God is so interested in your interaction with him, in your communication, whether it makes sense or not. In your partnership with him, in your participation with him. God is so, he's so much in love with you. That he says, yes, everything I have that I'm in a hurry to give you more than you want. On one condition. Let's talk. Let's, just let's talk. You understand? It's like you have something for your baby. And you say, you like this? Okay. Tell me a story. Before I give you. So is it the story that's going to make you buy that thing? You already bought it. 
It's the fellowship. Because not fellowshipping with God is disconnectedness. And disconnectedness is spiritual death. Even if you can survive, you're not safe. So I'll resolve the question. The crisis we're having concerning Christian faith, Christian life, prayer, giving to give to God. What, what you read? Marriage. Ministry. Which area are we having crisis again? Globally? Yeah. They are foundational crisis. Why it seems what Jesus says faith in God and faith of God can do. Why it seems it's not happening in your life. And you are now wondering, is what Jesus said, is he authentic? You haven't gotten the fundamentals of faith. You've not gotten it right. So the simple thing I want to do, that's why I said to you, Pastor Grace is taking you to the pinnacle. I'm taking you back to the foundation. So he's showing you the building. At the peak. But it's okay now, let's bend down and dig. Let's, 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 let's set some line. Which means work is just about to begin. So we're not saying all the prophecies and the prayer. You don't need to do anything. After the conference, just go sleep. Everything will just be happening. No, you need to bend down and dig. And lay a solid foundation. Am I right? I need your response. Foundationally. So, let me give you some points concerning the fundamentals of a faith that I want you to go walk with and pray with. And I'm going to show you some things in some translations that I never knew existed in over 20, almost 30 years of hearing faith teachings. Until I realized faith is a foundational thing that I need to get right. And I have to go study. That's after people have stopped teaching faith. There was a time, the faith movement was what was dominating Christianity. Or later, there was a division. Or there, was, there were additions. So now we have all manner of teaching. Very few people are trying to deal with the foundational issues of faith. So there are things I discovered in my search. In simple translations that I will show you. Let me promise you, it will blow your mind. Or it will fix your faith. Number one fundamental is reality about our faith. Fundamental reality of our faith is the fact that the faith of God, or faith in God and the faith of God. Now, if you've been following, you know there's a difference between faith in God and the faith of God. Believing in God is different from using the faith of God. Have faith in God is one aspect. You have faith that God is good, God is great, God is merciful, God can do all things. You have faith in God. You have faith in the word of God. Is that right? But that's different from you now possessing the faith that God has, that God uses. So you can have 
faith in God and not possess and activate and using the faith of God. Satan believes and trembles. He has faith in God, but he doesn't use the faith of God. Because the faith of God makes you believe God and obey God. Is that correct? So, faith in God and the faith of God, this is a fundamental truth, is the substance upon which everything we hope for is resting. I have more in my notes, but I think I should just leave it first. Can you say that with me? I learned that's how your pastor says it. He makes you say it. So it makes that get into your heart. Say that with me. Say, faith in God and the faith of God is the substance, the foundational substance upon which everything I hope for rests. So what does that mean? If Faith in God and the faith of God is not on ground. You have no foundation to build on. Your life, your career, your business, your marriage, your future, your ministry. What are you building again? Help me. What is someone building? The nation. Everything we hope for. Everything we are praying for. Everything we are promised. Rest on the substance of faith. So, this is why, if you don't know what the substance of faith is, and lay the basic framework, nothing will stand. You can be praying if faith is not in place. If your prayer can somehow convince God to release something, when he releases that thing, there's nothing to rest upon. I need to know if we're... Oh, can you help me wave to the people in the overflow? Because the blessing of God is overflowing to them. I'll, there's so many people in the overflow. Come on. Say, hi. We love you. Anointing is flowing to you in Jesus' name. I went down. There are people in the overflow, you know? You don't know that's where the thing is flowing to. The overflow, that's where the thing flows to. Melt down. When things are melting down, it goes to the people that are down. <laughs> so come overflow, people receive the anointing. Now, see Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Let's just establish what I just said. We are used to reading New King James or NIV. What do you read most here? New King James. So put New King James first. This is a common, common definition of faith. It says, now faith is what? The substance. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Please listen. So if you take this grammatically, it's saying anything you are hoping for from God, what makes it substantial? So that it doesn't remain abstract. It's faith. Faith is what gives substance to you right now for what you are expecting. So, if you have faith, 
What you're expecting, you have the substance, the proof that you have it. If you don't have faith, you just keep expecting. There's no substance. Substance is substantial. <laughs> For lack of a better word. Substance is tangible. Substance is reality. Substance is the essence of something. So, what, what makes everything you are hoping and expecting or what you are believing God for, what you are prayed for and you are praying for, what you have been promised, what makes it real and concrete is your faith. If not, it just remains abstract. Or it remains a mirage. You know, mirage, there's no substance in mirage. Like a phantom, like an illusion. It's, it's not real. So, many people's hope and expectation has no substance. Because they don't understand faith. They don't have faith. Are we together? I need to be sure. Alright. And then, it is what? The evidence of what is not seen. So, it is possible not to see something and have evidence to prove that it exists. So, for instance, there has been a crime. A murder has been committed. The judge can no more be there to see it happen. Is that correct? The people in court cannot be there to see it happen. As a matter of fact, the attorney, the lawyer wasn't there to see it happen. But the job of a good prosecutor is to be able to provide evidence that it happened. That what we cannot see playback, it wasn't captured on video, but we can bring some evidence. So, the things, Lord God, somebody receive it. Everything that God has done for you and you were not there. Everything that God has done concerning you and Satan asks you, how are you sure? How do you know? Were you there? Oh, Jesus died for you. Were you at Golgotha? Do you know the way to Golgotha? My sister, even if you know the way, do you want to be there to see how Jesus... How many of you find it difficult to watch Passion of Christ? Passion of the Christ. You, you go to a point, you close your eyes. As if, if you close your eyes, Jesus is not experiencing it. You better watch it anyway because it happened. So, the things that were done, which were ridiculous... The ridiculous demonstration of God's love and, and grace towards you. The only thing that can give you evidence that it happened is faith. Including what he's doing for you now. That you cannot see. Faith can make you see. By giving you evidence. Then all he will ever do. Till the end of your life. Faith. Give you evidence. So there's something serious about faith. In fact. I asked myself this morning. Because like. There's anointing in the house. So just keep you awake. Like my wife haven't slept since yesterday. And said but there's no reason why I shouldn't sleep. I said well you prophesy. You say you should be asleep. But your heart should be awake. So your heart was awake and then your eyes was awake. So I got up around 4 a.m. and I'm, I felt strong. 
And then the Lord didn't start teaching me, teaching me, not what I'm going to teach. And I asked myself, okay, what have I been teaching? <laughs> if these things are so, what are we teaching? What should we be teaching? But this is the point. Look at this in Message Bible. Remember, if it's only one fundamental we can deal with, we're close. I'm cooked. Just go and be building on that. So look at this. Can we read it together? It's too interesting for you not to read. If you don't read it, you just miss the connecting point. Can we? Everybody, if you are alive and you are of God, you are not of Satan. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I want your mouth to read it. Only Satan is not permitted to read. Only devils. Everybody, one go. This of existence is that distrust. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait. Let's take it little by little. The fundamental fact of existence is that this our trust in God, huh? Which is this our faith we're talking about, huh? That's what the fundamental fact of existence says. The reality that make life an existence. To be real. And the fundamental reality about our life and existence, it has to do with our trust and our faith in God. It says that this, our trust and faith in God, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. So if your trust in God and your faith in God is not there, no foundation for anything worth living for. Oh, Lord. So, now, can you imagine trying to build a high-rise building? What do you call it? Is it high-rise? Is it high-rise? Skyscraper. But you, don't, you say you don't need foundation. You are so much in a hurry. I say, in any case, the, the ground is very solid. I mean, it's, it can carry it. No foundation. So, this is the truth. People have tried to build marriage, no foundation. People have tried to build businesses, no foundation. Ministries, churches, no foundation. Talk, build nations. Political parties that will change the nation, no foundation. And we're building. You know, we're very smart. Why? Because we're in a hurry. It's the foundation under everything. That's what. So anything that don't have trust in God and faith in God as the foundation under it cannot stand. It's bent to sink. It's bent to crumble. Either by chance or by storm or by wind or by rain or just by itself. Lives, you are trying to build your life and you do not understand. You, you think you are smart. You are intelligent. You this. 
God said, I don't need foundation. You know what? I'm not into this religious. I'm not into faith. Stop. Well done. Let's keep building without foundation. It's a matter of time. But that's part one. Look at the one that blows me away. It is what? Our handle to what we can see. So instead of evidence, it calls it handle. So now, if you want to carry a big stuff, and the thing is hot, but it has no handle, how do you carry it? So we're trying to carry stuff, blessings, but no handle. Talk to me. Say faith is the handle. I'm just reading a different translation. (laughs) Faith is the handle. Listen, listen, listen. So this is the reason for frustration. People are trying to handle big stuff, big stuff, good stuff, without the handle. It's like you want to open the door to your car, but you don't want to use the handle. Now, the remote can unpress the button, but the remote is not going to put the car open. Are we talking? Yeah, you want to drive your car, but you don't want to handle the steering. You want to ride your bike, but you don't want to do the handle. You just ride in the spirit. Hallelujah. Coming home, coming home. No handle. Faith is the handle with which we pull, with which we carry, with which we open the things promised that we can see. So don't you think we need to work on our faith? First fundamental concern. You, you need to know how important it is. I'm not in a hurry now to teach any other thing. And by the grace of God, which is part of what, you know, is also working against me, there is no subject I take that the grace of God don't help me to dig into it and open it and unpack it. But I'm saying, God, keep other subject for now. Even me, I need to learn more about this faith. Because I want to handle some better stuff. Because everything you can see is temporal. The real thing that I promised to you, the things of the kingdom, lasting treasure, cannot be seen with the eye. And only faith can give you the handle. So let's go to Amplify. Let's go to Amplify. I know our time will soon be up. I have four points, and each of them have part A, B, C. So we're still in point one, A. So wait till 4 p.m. <laughs> then all the children will go on rampage. They'll just come in here. So we're going to stop. That's why I told you. Just go back home. Now, you can see, I just did a simple job. Let's read another translation. 
So you are saying, wow, deep. Revelation. No, 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 no. This is translation. This is not revelation. It's just translation. So let's see what the Amplified Bible says. Can we read it together? Everybody. Now, faith is the assurance. Okay, so what's assurance? Now, remember the other one says substance. So substance gives you assurance. Faith that makes what you're expecting to be concrete in your heart, to be solid, is what gives you assurance. So when you don't have faith, what you're expecting will remain fluid. It's not, you're not sure. Okay? But faith is the assurance. So what's the assurance? In bracket. The confirmation, aha, uh-huh, another word, and what? The tie to deed. Hold it. Talk with me. Say, faith is the tie to deed to the things promised. The things I'm expecting. The blessing I've been blessed with. My spiritual real estate. Faith is my tie to deed. Now, if you buy a land or a house, do you, when you want to come and testify in church, do you carry the house? I want them to know it happened. Because I don't like when I'm testifying and people would think it's not real. So, honey, 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 we need to move the, church, the house through the church. The people need to see the glory of God. Because when I tell the pastor, I need to give him evidence, substance. And the only substance is the building. Okay, that's too far. You bought a car, a good car. It's parked out there. Okay, or it's at home because you have not started using it. And you want to give testimony. Or you want to tell your lover. That our life is going to be better. We have a car. But they're still working on it. Are you going to bring the car to the dinner table? <laughs> Inside the church. Say, no, no, no. Come on. Open the This car must come. The pastor needs to dedicate the car. By the way, I don't want pastor praying the prayer to send it to the car. The car must come inside the house. So if you're going to give evidence that you have the house or the car, you just need the document. The tie to deed. Ask, huh? Or the car key. If, if you don't have the car key, listen, you can have the car key and you're not the owner. <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. In Lagos, Nigeria, people can sell land to you and sell houses to you. And they will give you the keys and even give you certificate of occupancy. Document, they give you, to, but it's not real. Or they tell you, you don't need those certificates. We are the owner. You don't trust me. Let anybody come. Be quiet. 
there. Nobody can do anything. When you enter there. And then the next day, you see trespass will be dealt with. Out of band. Who put it there? They may call you in court. You say, but I pay. It's my land. As my father have keys. Can we see your document? Can we see your title deeds? If the title deed is original, no case. If it is not, you lost it. Whatever you pay to the other guy is a ripoff. So, I don't know if it happens there, but you're driving a car, and the police just want to check you. You go park. Uh, what do they ask for here? License, and then registration, insurance. So, they stop you. In Nigeria, the police just say, can we see your particulars? Park! Can we see your particulars? You say, then you say, do you know who I am? Are you saying I'm not the owner of the car? Excuse me. Did anybody complain to you that they saw his car? It's a particular. So, God, particulars. If you can't produce the particular, they can move that car from you and take you to the station. The fact that you are inside driving it. It's not a proof of ownership. That helps you understand title deed. So when you don't have the concrete substance of what makes faith to be real, to back up the blessing and the promise of God, you don't have the particular. You don't have the title deed. Even if it's given to you, if the promise, you have the concrete, Satan can challenge you. You see, you're not the owner. But once you have the document from the word of God, once you can establish, God said this about this thing to me. This is written concerning me, my healing, my blessing, my whatever I'm expecting, what I'm hoping for. What God said. Is my title to date. And I keep about marriage, who to marry. Once God gives you the title to date, it's a matter of time. The person will show up. Angels, once they see your document, they will make sure they get the person. But you can hook up to someone and they say, Where's the title? They say, No, we're just trying. We're just testing. We're not sure yet. Did God say anything? No, he didn't say anything. He's just a nice guy. He's very nice. Just friends. So, did you see? Faith is so basic. It's so fundamental. If you're going to have substance to what you're hoping for, so it's not fluid. If you're going to have evidence to things you, you weren't there to see and what you can see now, to be able to prove that it is true and it happened and it's mine, you need faith. I need someone to say, Lord, strengthen my faith. Come on, I can't feel you. Say, Lord, strengthen my faith. Speak in tongues by faith. Speak mysteries. Speak in tongues by faith. 
I'm receiving my document. I'm receiving my title deed. I'm receiving faith to handle my blessing. Rakatobakataba. Yori handa kudabashaya. Romana handa shaya. Leprakadabahashaya. Ingremana kanda sudabaha. Ile kodoboshandaya baha. Rembata hanashaya. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Did that help your faith? Now I need your response. Did that help your faith? Did that help your faith? Now listen quickly. Uh, when we talk about faith being the substance or the assurance of what you're hoping for, what you're waiting for, or the evidence or the handle or the tie to the right? The things we're talking about are not necessarily or they're not just material. Now, we use material example because you go from the known to the unknown. Evangelist said it so brilliantly. If all you are thinking about is the next car and the next house, and the, you get a point. Is that all you're living for? So, so when you get the next house and the next car, what next? Are we talking? So we use these things as example. But the reason you are to use your faith for, that's why I said faith is not basket. It's for battle. Jesus never uses faith for houses that he will keep, for horses, for chariots, right? And all this stuff. He was living and walking by faith. But whatever is needed, manifest. He uses faith to purchase something more than material. When he got that spiritual purchase, materials manifest. So, faith to faith is moving from mundane to things of eternal value. So, let me give you a scripture. Let me give you a scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Because these are the balance that people didn't get about faith that caused crisis. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 16. Oh, is anybody excited? Am I drunk? Am I the only one feeling it? All right, sir. Now listen, we just read to verse 19. But listen to this. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. So we're hoping that everyone that died in Christ is going to rise. Only faith gives us that evidence. Is that right? Faith is the only hand we can use to receive back people that have died at resurrection. Huh? But Paul is saying, people are arguing. That's how can you be sure? People have died and decomposed. Some were criminated and all of that. You say they're going to rise. How are they going to rise? Some people perish in the sea and the fish have eaten them. Are you, you risen at all? Paul said, if it's not true, then we are in our sins. The reason we can be free, the same word of faith that tells us that we'll rise on the last day with Christ is the same word of faith that raised us from sin. If faith have raised you, if the word of God have raised you from sin, it will raise you from the dead. 
Are you getting it? So he says, if it's not true that because we haven't seen the resurrection happen, if it's not true that the dead will rise, then we haven't risen from sin. If we have risen from sin by believing the word of God, then we'll rise. Now, look at the next verse. Uh, uh, come on, I need someone to help me. All right. And if Christ have not risen, now he rose, but weren't there. So people are saying, were you there? It's just hearsay. The brain wash you. So if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. And you are still are you seeing the connection? The reason Christ could raise you from sin is because he raised from the dead. The reason other prophets, may peace be upon all of them, cannot raise people from sin. Some of them couldn't even raise themselves from sin. is because they did not rise from the dead. Next verse. This is a lega issue. Then, all those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If Christ did not rise, and if the faith of Christ can't raise us from sin, once you die, you have perished. But this is the next bomb. Can you read that with me? Next verse, please. Everybody, come on. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable or miserable. So, when we are saying faith is the substance, is the assurance of things hoped for, it's not just the next provision you are hoping for. What we are hoping for is bigger than what we can handle in this life. That's why I say, the stuff that faith delivers cannot be contained within time or within your lifetime. Yeah, 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 yeah. The glory we're hoping for is beyond earthly glory. It's as real and more real than earthly glory. Now, let me help you. When you get the greater glory, it attracts lesser glory. Lesser glory do not attract greater glory. For instance, a rich man in my village cannot attract a billionaire in the city. Because to be rich in my village means you have some thousands and you are the richest. Because in the land of the blind, one-eyed man is king. Are you getting what I'm talking? I'm telling you with all truth. If someone in my village is proven to have 10,000 rands, 50,000 rand, He's a millionaire by the grace of God. And when he's walking, his robe will be so long, he will need people to help him carry. So now, you go to uh, Branson, and you say, there's someone in Pastor Sam's village. He's a rich guy. You need to go check his wealth. Then he said, how much is he worth? He said, well, when we had last, I think it's above 50,000 rand. It's a brother say, are you, are you want me to go check that out? So, lesser glory do not attract greater glory. 
Greater glory attracts lesser glory. That's why he says, listen, arise, shine. Your light has come. The glory has risen upon you. Darkness will be covering the earth. But the Lord will rise on you. His glory will be upon you. And the kings of the earth who has lesser glory will be drawn to your own glory. So, the spiritual glory, the glory, the glory that is not visible is greater than the glory that earthly people are handling. So, when you get the greater glory, you can attract lesser glory. Alright, so, last place. I don't read one more. I know time is up. But you can't go without handling this. Isaiah 7, 9. Isaiah 7, 9. Incredible. And he said a lot of things, but I wanted to go to the last part. After Ramelia's songs. From if. What does he read from the last statement? Can you read it? If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. Can you say that again? Read it loud. Now, you know a lot of people want to be established, but they don't want the belief part. It's like Jesus said, if you believe, you will see the glory. No, I want to see the glory, but I don't know this about this belief stuff. Second Chronicles 20, 20 says, believe God, you'll be established. Believe his prophet, you'll prosper. So, you can't prosper if you don't believe the prophet he sent. You can't be established if you don't believe God and what God says. If you will not believe, you will not be established. But I read two translations, then you stand up and pray. That will blow your mind. Put New Living Translation. New Living Translation, thank you, the same. Can we read that last part? 7-9, is it there? No, 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 no. No, you put 7-19. 7-9, thank you. We can't go far to 19. Yes, 9, yeah. So let's read from Ramelia. Everybody, what does he say? Unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. Hey! So if I want God to make me stand firm, make my marriage stand firm, make the church stand firm, make my finances stand firm, make my children stand firm, make everything stand firm, my faith must be firm. This is God talking. If I, the reason things are not standing firm is because your faith has not been firm. So how your faith goes is how things go. Last translation. So we stop it. Yeah, I know you. Last one. It's always covetous for the word of God. Right. So put message. That's the bomb. Message. Can we all read it from if you? Everybody. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I want to stand, but I don't have legs. I want to jump. I just don't have legs. I want to run. If you don't learn to take your stand in faith, 
you have no leg. So it's the same thing. If faith is not in place, there's no foundation for what you are building. These are fundamentals of faith. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. I hope I didn't confuse you. Right? Did we do okay? Come on, friend. Did we do okay? Come on, give someone a high five. Say, I will have left to stand. My faith will be firm. I have a solid ground. My foundation will be strong. Come on, somebody. I want you to begin to celebrate God. Confess your faith. Revisit your foundation. Celebrate your foundation. You have assurance. You have evidence. You have handle. You have tied to deeds. Come on, begin to praise God for your blessing, for your miracle. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Don't keep quiet. Say speaks. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Celebrate what you are expecting. What you are hoping for. Celebrate what you cannot see. Handle your blessings. Handle your miracle. Celebrate the faith of God. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. I want to obey God. God showed me three categories of people in a vision. And he used three people or three set of people to represent this. They say, what he showed me in picture have affected these three set of people. But these three set of people represent others. Roland, uh, Elder Roland and your wife, can you come quickly? Tell somebody it's prophetic. Yeah, because faith makes you see beyond the natural. Faith makes you see hindsight, insight, deep sight, and foresight. Come over, because God, I don't know if it's the faith to faith, if it's the, if it's the ordination, or Something happened to your conviction. This is what God showed me. And you, I know by sense knowledge, at least you told me, that's word from knowledge, not word of knowledge. You told me. And your pastor told me. And we have chatted in time past. You were into real estate business. So what I saw is that you were a building. Your business, your life was an edifice. But it wasn't standing on the right foundation. And God said, I deconstructed you that I may reconstruct you. He said, the devil didn't do anything. The devil didn't take your business. I'm not punishing you. I'm not mad at you. Because of the greatness, because of the height of the edifice that is coming, I saw what you were building up had no foundation that can carry what is coming. God said, I broke things down that I may build things up. I had the deconstruction for reconstruction. Now, the time of reconstruction has started. A new foundation has been laid in your life. A new foundation has been laid in your life. Construction work has started. Greater glory the glory of the latter house is greater than the former. The glory of the latter house 
He's greater than the former. Hear what the Lord is saying. Hear what the Lord is saying. It's reconstruction with restoration. And the rest and listen, representative of what God is saying. So many of you can locate yourself in this. Did you get? He showed me the picture and he said, This is just a representation. So I'm not just talking to these people. The restoration in this process of reconstruction is not just about what you lost. It's about what you were meant to have that you never had. Because even when you thought you had things in place, God said you haven't handled what I had for you. So it's not just restoring the years that were eaten and the years wasted. It's not just restoring opportunities that were lost and substances that were lost. It's restoring what was ordained for you that you have never handled. Receive faith. Receive grace. Receive a new anointing. Receive courage. Receive sight. Receive strength. Come on, put your hands together, everybody. Anele, I want you to come. Anele, Anele, come quick. Come quick. Now, locate yourself in the context. And line up and say, I receive it. I want you to stand here. The Lord took me to seven years ago. And he said, you were on a journey. You started well. Not as it's scripture that say, who did hinder you? You were running well. But you go to a point. Listen carefully. This is the picture I saw. Right here. You go to a point on the journey. The Lord took you from where you used to be. And started you on the journey. And you were progressing. And you were building up. And you were loving the Lord. And you were excited. And everything was going fine. And you go to a point. I saw literally. You did not go back not fall back. You didn't fall down. You just shifted a little. Did you hear that? You just shifted a little. So you were, you were still going, but you were now off course. And you were going parallel. I saw it. You did not deviate. It's not like you turned to a different direction. You just stepped. And you started following a different path. Parallel to what was the being before. And it looks similar. But listen carefully, because your restoration have started. Listen carefully. Listen, 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 listen. So once you shifted, you were still going. And you, the people that are on that lane, like your pastor and whoever, you were still in touch. But you were no more on that line. So you couldn't see the glory that was approaching. All you were believing God for. All that God promised you. They were still coming to meet you. But because you've shifted from where you could see them. You couldn't see them anymore. So frustration and dissolution and discouragement and confusion. And you're struggling. You're cheating. But I can no more see what I used to see. And I saw just before this conference. I don't know when it happened. I saw you shifted back. I saw God brought you back in line. This is what God says. I have brought you back in line. I have brought you back in line. And glory is coming upon you. 
The things you used to see before, the glory you used to see before, that you did not see anymore, you are going to see them in a clearer way. The miracle, the miracle, the miracle, the miracle, the miracle, the things we were expecting, the things we were expecting, that you lost sight of them. They're coming back in clearer picture. Amen. They're coming in focus. Yes, Lord. Everything that is needed for life to show the glory of God. Your frustration is coming to an end. Your confusion is coming to an end. You are no longer off course. You are coming in line. Listen, husband, children, business, property, property, blessing. Everything is lined up. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. To see online. Did anybody receive that? All right. God bless you. Get back. I want uh, Irene. Can you come? Irene. Where is Irene? I don't know where that because you gave me tea. I don't know what brought the vision. The tea was so well prepared that I said I needed to kidnap you. Now listen. There's a different picture I saw. And that's the last. No prophecy signs. Yeah. Prophecy things. And you will know that I can't figure this out. As a matter of fact, I have to say, God, okay, let me get it. Let the picture be clear. God said, with you, and unknown to me, there were two options. And he prevented me from choosing the lesser option. Listen carefully. The first option, as you were coming in life, you got to a point, you felt, what I needed most. This, I want it now. If I get it now, now I know there are bigger things that God has for me. But there's something that is most important to me. That even if I get those bigger things, if I don't get this important thing now, I can't go on. God said, show that since that was your option. But where it's going to lead to is this. If you have gotten that you needed most at that point, you'll be, you'll be going different direction. What you got and yourself will be going different direction. You'll be progressing, but things will be drifting apart. So, a straight line, and it will make a mess of all that is coming. And God said, you thought that would have been a better option, but he prevented you. And this is the option he has chosen for you. The option he has chosen for you is you started with big things coming. There are things that people of your age can only dream of that have attained. Privileges, position, you know, unction, vision, connection, everything. I'm like, you're like, I have gotten everything. There's nothing I can. So, it's like a view from behind. It's like you're coming with a wide background rather than starting. You will get a point. So now what is happening is that there's a big step that's coming. When you get what you need most, you're going to go together. He says, God says, I want everything to fit in together so there can be focus to hit the target. 
Nothing is out of place. God just chose a better option. And receive grace to see it. We decree that everything begin to come in line. Begin to come in line. Like an aircraft with all the doors closed. With the engine roaring. Ready to take off. Everything, every luggage, every passenger now in there, and everything closed. No more scattered, no more open. But now set for a glorious destination. Your captain of the flight, your pilot, your crew, your equipment, and your connection with the control tower, everything is now together. People will see you as a greater star. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Pastor Eric, can you come? Come on, give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, lift up your hands. Let's just begin to bless the Lord. Come on. Maka bradeke sonda bradeke soda baha. Lika patos kenemino's toho. We bless your name. We bless your name. Oh my God. The fundamentals of our faith have been visited. The fundamentals of our faith have been visited. Mighty God, we thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We bless you, O oh God. We bless you. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you for the substance. The substance of your word. Oh God, that has been infused into my life. Come on. Why don't you appreciate the Lord for that? Why don't you appreciate the Lord? Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, hallelujah. Come on, say this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for visiting my foundation of faith. This morning, this morning, I have received, I have received all that you have released, all that you have released unto me. My life will never be the same. Thank you for greater glory that attracts lesser glory. In the name of Jesus, I receive supernatural establishment through faith this morning in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, begin to pray in the spirit. Oh, 
Jesus, you will not have a shipwreck. Amen. In the time of crisis, you will soar. You will rise above. Hallelujah. You are going to pray for yourself. Lord, show me. Because there is more to this. There is more, much more to this. You know, and as you go, as you go home today, you want, you want, to, you want to go and Build on this. But Lord, open your word to me. Open your word to me. Show me more. Come on, begin to pray. Open my eyes. Show me wondrous things from your word. In the name of Jesus. I want to behold. I want to behold wondrous things from your word. As I go back to your word. Lord, I want to see more. I want to see more in the name of Jesus. Leke pesunda baha, leke petos kenemenostos, lende lebesunda baha, lende lebesunda bode baha. In the name of Jesus, we're going to be strong in faith, mighty God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. One more thing. You know, those prophetic words that were released, they are for everyone. You know, he says they are point of contact. More or less, God used them to communicate. But there are people that they represent. Amen? Now, I want you to key in. I want you to key in to say, Lord, whichever one, I mean, you know yourself. Whichever one applies to you, you want to receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, just begin to talk to the Lord. Come on. Lord, in the name of Jesus. The one that applies to me, I receive right now. I receive right now. In the name of Jesus. The one that applies to me. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. We bless your name. We glorify you. 
Did you really get blessed this week? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray for Pastor Sam and Grace. Let's just pray, Lord God. The Bible says, he that waters shall be watered. Let's pray for more grace upon them. Let's pray for more unction. Let's pray that the Lord will fill them and make them a blessing to many more, many more nations. Let's pray that the Lord will, will meet every deep desire in their hearts. Come on, let's pray for them. Oh, Father God, we just pray. We bring Pastor Sam and Grace. Lord, before you, we pray for them. We pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for them that you will, you will visit them. You will, oh, Father, water them. You will make them a blessing to many more. Lord God, bless them in ways they never imagined. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We bless you, O God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's hear Salome. She has a testimony. Just be seated briefly. Good morning. It'll be very, it'll be very short, but just as 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 Pastor Sam was saying that the greater the greater glory will attract the lesser glory, and I just felt I need to share my testimony, particularly this week, and it came from the faith to faith conference the, the last time when Pastor Sam was saying what Noah has seen that's the realm that we move that we're gonna move into, and I've just had a week where. Well, we had, a, we had a summit, an eternal health summit, which was something God had planted in, in my heart, that he wants to turn around the situation where women are dying, avoided, uh, having avoidable deaths from pregnancy-related deaths. And I started speaking to people organizing this. This has been going on for over a year. But this weekend it happened. That's where I was the past few days. But a week where you're being called by, you know, the deputy vice chancellor of Ritz was involved, the vice chancellor, but where the MEC is phoning you, you know, on your phone to say, what do you want me to say there? Where the deputy minister of health is calling you to, to say, what do you want to do? The people that came, I mean, there was director general of health, director from the province, you know, where people just stand up and say, this is who I am, I'm the president of the HPCSA. And that just, when Pastor Sam said that, that just resonated, that that is what, that is what God has been doing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You need to receive every prophetic word that is declared in this place. Because it will come to pass. Amen? It will come to pass. The word will not return void, but it will fulfill that for which it was sent. Yes, Lord. If yes, you Lord. believe it, you say, I believe and I receive. I believe, I receive. It shall be yes, unto Lord. me according to all that was spoken. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen? You, Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Steve, you want to bring a greeting? Just, just say hi. Come on. First time here. So I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And uh, it, was, it was so good. Uh, Pastor Eric came and joined us 
about a month ago when we ran our, our supernatural lifestyle school in Peter Maritzburg. Uh, but I bring greetings from Baxter. I'm down at UCT um, with our, our church down there. And God's doing an amazing work around the country. And uh, so I'm up here this week, and uh, when I got hold of Pastor Eric, I said, uh, what's happening? It's like we're having a conference. I'm like, well, I'll try and be there. It's like having the last day to get blessed by it. So thank you so much. It's just amazing what's happening here. So. So, Father, we just thank you so much just for, for what you are planting and doing in and through this church, Father. Father, that 10%, Father, we, we call it forth, God. We thank you, God, for the influence of this church in Midran, in this region, Father. I pray, God, that like the apostles would turn the world upside down. I pray that we as believers would turn this region upside down, Father. That, Father, that we would have a radical faith that would lead us into places, lead us to bring transformation. And so I just bless this congregation. I bless everything you've done over this weekend, Father, with this thing, Father. And we thank you for what's going to happen from here on, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Amen. Hallelujah. We have come to the end of our service. Um, you can put the benediction on the screen quickly. If you can put the benediction up, please. Thank you very much. Father, we bless you. <coughs> Thank you for your word. Thank you for what you said to us, Father. We have received what only we can term generationally. We have received things that have gone deep into our foundations that are going to, not we are trusting you, it is going to affect the generations after us, Lord God. You've given us, you've, so, you've, you've released seeds, you've released words, you've done more than we could have asked or imagined. Whatever we felt, Lord God, you have gone magnificently past that. Father, we thank you for fortification. We thank you for strength, Lord God. We thank you for what you've released into this church and what you've activated in the life of every single person here. Father, thank you so much for the fundamentals of faith. What you've brought us back to, what you've opened our eyes to, Lord God, which will propel us into where you ordained us to be and where you declared and where you called us even before we were born. Father, we bless you, we magnify you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Just, just a reminder, um, all the messages are going to be obviously uploaded on the podcast, the various podcast um, avenues which you've got. So it's Podbean if you've got, a, if you've got a, a Samsung Android phone or otherwise iPhone has the, the podcast app. You'll be able to get all the messages on there. They were live streamed as well. Um, I believe those, you can find out in the sound desk, but I believe those will also be available you know, you can access them online if you want to go and watch as well as listen. Amen. So I think going back to what Pastor Sam said just before we close, as much as is possible, I know some will be working on Monday again, but as much as is possible, do what you can to put some time aside. I speak from, let me say for myself, I know it's not possible that I've, that I've got everything out of what was, there was just too much. You know, stuff has gone into our spirits, but now we want to get it into the, the realm of our minds and hearts so we can walk it out. So put that time aside. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you and we give you glory.
In Jesus' mighty name. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Your week will be wonderful. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.